Are we ready? Are yeah. we ready? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Okay. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Okay, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to sound all fancy and it uh, didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Today we are still on The Legend of Korra on that second half of book one with today's episode, The Aftermath and When Extremes Meet. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's get started. Let's kick it off with The Aftermath. This is episode seven. And just a brief synopsis. If you remember last time we left off, there was that whole big showdown at the pro bending arena mm-hmm. and the whole lot of stuff went down. Mm-hmm. So this is quite literally the the aftermath of that. So uh, it's a liter- it didn't feel like literally... Like, what do you mean? Like, like, literally, it's like right, right after. Like, not, oh no, it's what not happened? Right, right after, yeah. But it's like it's a couple like, days. Yeah, it's a couple of days, and they're about to shut down the pro bending arena, which is where our good characters, Mako and Bolin, Which live. is funny because, like, I thought it kind of got, like, fairly damaged, so, mm-hmm. like, they couldn't. But, yeah. But to be fair, like, if somebody's, like, taking out pro benders and, like, getting rid of their bending, mm-hmm. like, probably a good idea to, like, cancel the sport for a while because yeah. like you don't want all of them to lose their power yeah exactly and they just they need like a break they're like we're just gonna put this thing on hold for a little bit and so Cora's like hey guys hey guys you can stay at air temple island with me and it's gonna be a lot of fun and they're like oh too bad asami already offered she has a mansion and that's better okay, yeah guys. i mean to be yeah i mean to be fair i'd rather stay at asami's place yeah honestly um like air temple island's nice yeah it's it's nice it's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. but 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 mansion. But a mansion. It has a pool. It has a pool. And like a racetrack and everything. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. And like go-karting. Yeah. I must go. I haven't gone go-karting in a while. But let's go go-karting sometime. Oh, it's, almost, it's fun. Yeah. Down at Oaks. I that's think. like so how you like, that's place. like practice driving when you're a kid. Yeah. You're like, this is totally how it works. And it's I mean, not it's, how it works at all. It's ha- I mean, it's like, you know, turning and like. The, the break and the going, but like other than that, you still gotta learn how to like do the the thing and the so and then and then Asami and like Bowen they go like yeah you should come over to mansion sometime we can have a party it's gonna be fun she's like no but then like Pabu through Bowen is like hey Cora come visit and then she's like fine whatever and so then you know, that ends that scene and mm-hmm. so in the meantime we got the police people like Chief Beifong and the rest of them mm-hmm. they're uncovering all this. Uh, this equalist merch and like propaganda and they're finding all the the shock gloves which we found in the, out in the last episode yeah is an equalist weapon because it means like everyone can be an equalist or whatever because mm-hmm. yeah it's like shocky glove but more thing. importantly they find it with the cabbage people yeah, they find it with cabbage corp which Yay. is they, they make they make mo- they make cars or whatever their car equivalent is um, I thought they make cabbages. <laughs> they, they don't make cabbages. No, they make, they what? make cars. What's the point? But it's called Cabbage Corp. And yeah, so, so you make cabbages. Yes. Yeah, no, they don't make cabbages. But but they have a great statue of, of our friend. The Can I say that? Like, I don't series. know like how that happened. Like that, But I love that like that joke just became the... I, the, I'm so happy that that joke came back. Like, it's just one... But, like, even, like, an after the Airbender, like, that's just, like, a one-time kind of joke thing, but it kept coming. Yeah. And, like, I don't understand how, like, that one got popular. <laughs> I love it. I don't it. mind it, but, yeah. like, I'm weirded out by it. Yeah. So, uh, you got the great line, not my cabbage corp, as he's being taken away because he's under arrest for for the because they found all the stuff of the eagle list and like mm, can't have that which man. like yeah like of course you got to arrest them like i like assume like that was like way too easy to find so i'm just kind of like all right something's up because mm-hmm. like 
if you if it takes you like two seconds to find something, anybody should know that. If you watch like any show with like mystery or like spying or like infiltrating and whatever, mm-hmm. if it takes you like two seconds, yeah, something's up. Mm-hmm. And then Cora stops by the police headquarters for a second. Then we see Tano again. He looks like a mess, and he's like, "You gotta get him for me, Cora." I I mean, I feel bad that like he he didn't look as like cute as like he did before. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was like, it's like, that's something's really funny that you like. He looks like I mean, I felt bad. Like and like, like I feel like if you have like that one thing that like you're known for, and then you lose it. Like even if you're a dick, like I still feel bad he for was you. Kind of a class A dick though. But I think he's. I think he's gonna. I mean, I don't. I don't know if he's in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. But like he's. He, I feel like he's. He's gonna. He grow a bit. I hope so. And like Cora's being a nice, nice guy now. Cora's being nice to him. She's nice enough. So and, and then later, you know. Cora goes over to the the Sato mansion and they're in the pool. They're having a lot of fun. And then she's like, "Yeah, whatever." And so that's a lot of fun. She didn't and even then, bring a bathing suit. Like, she didn't bring a bathing suit. Like, and like, how is she supposed to have fun if she's not going to go swimming? Like Everyone half, else is like all decked out. They're nice. Swimming I like the Tommy scared. swimsuit, but she that's had a very nice swimsuit. She had like a 1920 swimsuit, which are like the cutest. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and then. Sami's so like, let's do some. They, they want to do some bonding, and she's like, oh, what are we gonna do, makeovers? And then she's like, no. Well, Bolin was into makeovers. Bolin was like, yeah, makeovers, let's mm-hmm. go. Um, and so then they they have this racetrack, right? Because they're rich, mm-hmm. and uh, so then they they have this nice ra- like Race. racing scene, and then it's uh, this. I guess that's that's what girl bonding is nowadays. It's just getting together. And well, I don't mind that. I mean, it's just being people you're going on like, Mario Kart double dash on yeah. this. <laughs> I don't mind that. It's the stuff you're interested in. But like, it seems like like, because like Cora's kind of had a Sami peg because, you know, she yeah. has a thing for a boyfriend. True. True. And but like, now she's kind of like, dang it, I like her. <laughs> and so like they have yeah because she had her pegged as like she's like oh she seems like a pretty rich girl but she's kind of she's a little bit of a badass which is weird because like i never saw her as that like yeah pers- she never came like that's like i don't know if we were supposed to dislike her mm-hmm. at all but like i never disliked her yeah she she really never gives us anything to like dislike about it because she's pretty chill i don't know i don't know if like she ever does who knows well, well you I'm know watching the series <laughs> so um and so, you know, they do this racing scene. It's really fun. And then they go back. And then Cora emerges from the bathroom and then she hears something. Yeah, we should, like, said that she overhears something. She is not looking for something. <laughs> she overhears She's it. She's not doing some espionage. She's just walking around and she hears something. She's like, oh, crap. Because, you know, that What's happens. That? Yeah. Yep, yep. So what did she overhear, Kaylin? She, she overhears uh, Hiroshi Sato, which is Asami's dad and the runner of Future Industries. And he's talking on the phone. And he's saying some questionable things about Cabbage Corp and they're going to strike and it's like it sounds kind of weird like I don't know what this is about so so Cora's like mm, I gotta go I gotta I gotta leave bye and mm-hmm. then she goes and tells um Tenzin yeah she goes and tells like Tenzin and Beifang she's like I, I think Sato might be like one of those equalist guys something's maybe. up with them so uh yeah and so then they have to go investigate Sato because they're like hey we heard you might be like an equalist guy and he's like it's all a misunderstanding, man. Like, I was just talking about the competition. We also you know? talk about other stuff that got me mad. Ooh, yeah. And then, so, and then they're like, Because, mm. like, they come in, but everybody's still there. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody's still there. And they're like, we got to investigate. And then Asami's like, not my dad. Just because we're not benders doesn't mean we're equalists, man. That's, which, that's like, profiling. Which, yes, it is profiling. Yeah. But, but, like, if you get a tip. Mm-hmm. Look into the tip. Yeah. And also what from what we'll learn later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then they, they have to investigate because they're like, all right, let's 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 probe into this a little more. So they're like looking at the warehouses and they're not finding anything. Mm. They're not finding any kind of evidence 
that Which, this like, Sato guy is yeah. the coolest. And uh. so like, okay, this is a little, this is a little shifty. And then of course, and then Mako comes by, right? And Mako God. is like, I can't believe you would think Hiroshi Sato is an equalist because you're jealous of me and Asami. And we were like, oh. Yeah, but I was like, can I, I want to go on my rant. Please go on your rant because oh I'm God. waiting to hear this. You heard me. I was just like, <laughs> I was so like, because like, A, she did not, she was, because like he calls it spying. She was not spying. Yes. She overheard something. Yes. And went to appropriate people to say, hey, I heard this. I, and she even said like, I don't have real proof except for what I heard. Yeah. She, so they, she went by it very, I mean, could they like maybe like hit it a bit better and like try, like maybe had Cord just like hang out with them more and like actually like go and investigate yeah. when she could? Mm-hmm. That probably would have been better. Although granted, probably the same thing would have happened being like, why are you spying on us? Yeah. But like, and everybody's kind of like, like, why are you doing this, Cora? Like, and Mako just like, just like, you're because you're, you're just doing because you're jealous. And I'm like, no, she's trying to help you. She's not like, I, like she, she hasn't acted jealous about like this whole thing in a while. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, she's been pretty chill about it. Like, I don't know if she's like over Mako or like she's just like accepted it and move on. Like I do half the time. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, all right, like, whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. And just, like, Mako's being Mako, man. Mako is only thinking about that other stuff. And just... Uh, like himself? Yeah, or? like himself. He just, like, I I don't get I don't get him. What what a guy. Anyway. I mean, <laughs> I'm just so mad about this. I know, right? Because it's like, he's being so immature about it. it yeah, I, I said mature, and I'm like, what? No, immature? No, so immature, yeah. Yeah, so and, immature. like, I get, like, why Asami's, like, Asami's allowed to be upset because, like, they're accusing her father of, like... Like doing some bad stuff, man. which like yeah, like she doesn't know any. Which she's like of like, course I, be upset. And, like she's like, I guess she's also upset because she thought she was like connecting with Cora and the yeah. fact that she would go and do this. And it's yeah, and it's like she has every reason to be upset. Like right I feel now. like like maybe like second episode and even like third episode, Cora like would have done this just to like get back at them. Yeah, but this isn't like me being. This isn't like Cora being a bitch. It's like. Cord trying to do the right thing. She's and trying like, to. She's trying to do. She's that. like she's she wants the avatar man. She wants to get these people. Yeah, and like they're a bunch of jerks. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I got so. Oh my god, this is infuriating. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So so they're like at this warehouse or whatever, and so they get a tip. They get a tip. Somebody just kind of places a nice note in Cora's hand, mm-hmm. and then it's like, "Got to meet me at this bridge." And so we're gonna. You're gonna hear some stuff. And so they they meet up with uh, it's Cora Tenson and Beifong. Um, meet with a guy. Okay. Yeah, meet with this guy who like is like, yeah, there's like a there's like a secret warehouse, and they, he's totally working for the Equalist man. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Like, I didn't sign up for this war, and I'm like, what? Damn, son. What Does he come into the here? show more? Because I would like it. Mm, no. <laughs> Again, like, and I brought Spoiler alert. I kind of brought this up like in the last episode, but like it would have been nice if they had a double agent. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that. I think next X. next episode. Next episode of this episode, or next, well, yeah, when we talk about episode eight. Okay, I'm Sorry. like, <laughs> the, yeah, episode man. Um, and so they're like, oh man, we got this nice tip. So then they go investigate this secret warehouse. And people, it's supposed and to be everybody's under. still mad. Yeah, and everybody's still mad. Except for Bo- I think Bolin's kind of like Bolin's just going with it. He's just the he's just the chill dude. He had a plot. Really, he, he had, had a plot. Up. Like he had a plot line. The plot line ended. No, he's, he's just, just there. kind of there. <laughs> he knows the core doesn't like him. We're done. Crazy. It's like, okay, we're done. Now he's just chill with it. He's, he's, he's fine. He's doing whatever. Yeah. So they go, it, it's at the bottom of the, the Sato mansion, and they go into this where, like, um, it's like secret workshop, and there's yeah. nothing there. And so so Lynn, who is what a lady, she does the, the toff 
uh, vibration yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I geek out every time I see that scene because it's so cool. Where she like, so can anybody else do that? Like, because it just seemed like I'm gonna. Even though you're not blind, I'm still gonna teach you how to do this. Yeah, she's probably just like, all right, no kid of mine <laughs> is gonna not learn how. I to was do gonna this. ask the question. Of, I don't know if Toph had more kids, but like, were any of them blind? And then I'm like, I don't think blindness is a genetic trait. I think partially. I think there's like certain things where like they're partially genetic, partially not. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. But so they find out that there's a whole tunnel. There's a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. I don't, I don't get it. What is it? It's from Avatar. Like it's from like when the, the episode where they go through the tunnel and they have the song with the secret tunnel. I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna cut this out. Is that out. the one with the uh the, the hippies? Like, yeah. Oh. With the song and they're like, I'm totally putting that song in. I haven't watched I, it's been a really long time since I watched the series. Yeah. It's like okay. I think I've only like I really like just like binge watches like the one time and yeah. then maybe like a couple episodes. Yeah, but the secret tunnel thing. So they find a secret tunnel through the mountains. Secret, secret, secret tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get down there. And so, first of all, it's like only like Cora and Tenzin and Beifong and some of the other police go down there. Yeah. Let, make the other guys stay up top. They're like, hey, you stay here. We're going to go check this out. Which, like, technically, Mako and Bolin could have helped. And they could have. It's not me could have helped. Because, like, they even, like, I mean, I thought that this was going to come up, but, like, it didn't. But, like, they, like, um, they established that, like, Asami knows self defense. Yeah. And, like, so, like, she can fight. She can kick butts. She can, she can totally do a little, we're grown, I'm like, I'm like, I am a liking oh, her. Mm-hmm. I only think the noise about her is I don't know how she keeps her hair like that way. <laughs> God, she's so beautiful. Anyway. I just want their hair. I, she's so good. So great hair. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they go there probably because the other guys aren't in like a position of like authority. So yeah, again, legality thing anyway. So they go down there and they're like, oh man, there's all, and they, the first thing they see when they get down there is these big old Amon posters. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, it looks like, like we were right. Yeah, <laughs> bump bump it up. Which, like, at first, like, I mean, I know they bring this up like earlier in the episode because, like, yeah. I didn't really get it because, like, he's super rich. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, nobody really cares what he does. Yeah, but then it was mentioned that his um wife was murdered by firebenders. Yeah, which like hashtag most firebenders, but still. <laughs> Hashtag not all firebenders kill parents, but the ones in this series, a lot of people who no 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 that's why that's why I said mo- that's why I said most firebenders most firebenders, most firebenders are dicks. <laughs> We've established this today's episode of Legend of Korra. We talk about racial profiling. It's not their fault. It's not. It's not their fault. Their I, like the ones that we like are are not. Yeah, but like if, I mean this. I mean I feel like it's the show's fault. Mm-hmm. Come on, like yeah, come on, be a little creative. Why can't we have a murdering earthbender for once? Maybe but, in the future. Maybe? maybe? Okay. Maybe. We'll find out. So, like, I guess it was like that, but it was kind of, like, so, like, I get it, I guess. Yeah. But, like, what's he going to, I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. Hiroshi doesn't like benders. That's his thing. Because, like, his wife was murdered by, by a bender. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, they, they got to stop doing their thing. Like, they got to chill the heck out. So, they get trapped in this weird equalist kind because, of basement thing because there's a lot of platinum. Yeah. The thing about platinum is um, in this show, I'm not sure how it works in real life. I don't know like about Chemistry Man or metal. I just know like when like albums go platinum and like <laughs> they call but, it something platinum. But metal benders can't bend, bend platinum because it's so like well refined. There's no like earth in it to bend mm-hmm. or like really well at least. So... They get trapped down there. Metal benders can't get out. And so then they have, they build these like mecha tanks, which, okay. Platinum mecha tanks. Platinum mecha tanks. Like, I'm not really sure where this is going. Mm-hmm. But I'll 
I'll jump on board. Who cares? Oh, there's a pretty. Oh, there's two bluebirds outside. They're very pretty. Uh, two blue jays. Oh, they're so beautiful. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'll cut that out later. Um. <laughs> so, and uh, so then a fight ensues because Hiroshi comes out and then he gives a speech and he's like, "Of course, I hate benders." And so look at my tanks. Uh, no, that's not his voice. But he's like, "Look at my tanks," and they fight, and they mm-hmm. and then uh, they lose. They they don't they don't do well. They they're lo- they're losing. Well, I don't think they were expecting platinum platinum mega tanks. They weren't. They were not expecting platinum mega tanks, and because of that, they start losing. Like all the metal blenders are getting tied up, and they're getting pushed mm-hmm. in trucks, and they're kind of getting shipped off to who knows where. But meanwhile, there's some people upstairs. There's some people upstairs. Yeah, we got we got a uh, Makabel and Asami, and they're like, "Oh man, we should go see what's going on down there." And then there's a there's a guy who's like, "You can't go down there," and so they they trick him, uh, pretty funny. They tie him up. They tie him up, and they're like. Bye. And so they go down there, and Mako's like, Asami, don't go down there. She's like, I gotta find out what my dad is, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'll find out for you. I'll protect you, baby. Well, it's like, like, nowadays, like, that bothers me. Like, I think when I was, like, a bit younger, like, that bothered yeah. me when, like, some a, a man would do that to a woman. It bothers me less yeah. nowadays, because, like, you can, like, tell that, like, the person's heart's in the right place. Yeah. And it's kind of like, and also technically, uh, I don't, did, does Mako know that Asami knows self-defense and like could probably take care I of herself? So. Probably. I don't know. I don't if, know. If not, they have not been well communicating as a couple. Well, aren't they teenagers? Uh, true. <laughs> so. True. And like, because she's a non-mender, probably like he's kind of thinking like she can't take care of himself, which might be like a, what's like underlying racism oh, true. In, or bendism. Mm-hmm. Bendism. Bendism. <laughs> It's like that underlying thing where, like, oh, a non-bender can't take care of themselves or, like, can't, like, not take care of themselves, but, like, Mm -hmm. hold themselves off in a fight because they have no power. Right. Which, like... Interesting. Yeah. I'm just making... Well, I I mean... That's an interesting analysis. I like that. I like... Um, And so, but anyway, so they go... So, Mako Bolin, they go down there, like, we got to check this stuff out. Um, And so, they find out that they got their butts royally kicked. And they did, and they're about to be taken to somewhere. Yeah, and so so Mako Bolin start trying to help out. And then Mako's like, this whole thing, it was a ruse. And Hiroshi's like, oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, like, I, why, like, I mean, I'm letting you, like, like, do you really think I, like, want you to date my daughter? Yeah, the whole thing was like a cover, and he's like, I str- bend, firebending street rat tricks around my daughter. keep doing that voice. It doesn't really daughter. work. I can only do so that would have been awkward man. if like a few years like down the line like they were if they were still I don't know if they're still together but like if they like stay together and then he's kind of mm-hmm. like so can I marry your daughter <laughs> he's like, like hey yeah by the way so I know you don't really like me but uh, uh. um uh and then so Asami comes up and shows up she she kind of gets in there and she's like dad I can't believe I can't believe it man yeah and so then he asks he asks for forgiveness but he's like come on they like these guys like they killed your mother. Mom. You're like, you join me. And so, oh, I think this is really interesting. We didn't bring this up earlier, but the, I like the theme of um, asking for forgiveness instead of asking for permission. Or it's like it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, exactly. Because that comes up earlier because Asami kind of didn't tell her dad that she was inviting some guys to stay <laughs> um, in their house. And she's like, well, it's easier to um, ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. And then that kind of comes back up later because Hiroshi never tells Asami that he's been e- working with the equalists. But he's like, sorry, but you want to come work with the equalists? Yeah. 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 So I, I kind of like how that's a theme throughout the episode. Yeah. Um. And then and like so yeah, then he offers. He kind of gives her a glove, and he's like, "Come on, be an equalist with us." Like, and like, it's the right path. And then there's a moment where you're not really sure where which way she's gonna go. No, I know which I know which way she was gonna go. Yeah, we. Well, I figured. I'm like, 
I well, like I think for a second like I knew which way I was gonna go, but then like I was also thinking like I okay I'm, I'm hoping it's gonna go the way I think it's gonna go, mm-hmm. and then I went the way I was I thought it was gonna yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. So and then she takes the glove, and you're like, oh man, is she gonna join the Equalists? No. Nope. She electrocutes her father. What a lady. Like you do. I, yep. I saw that. Come. I'm like. Because, like, I guess, because, like, I mean, I know it's, like, your father, but, like, and she, like, and you can tell, like, even, like, throughout the episode, like, she loves her father. Yeah. And, like, the, and, but, like, she also, like, loves these people and, like, probably does not have views that benders, that that all benders are bad. Mm-hmm. She probably thinks, like, it just depends on the person. Yeah. She looks within. And, you know, so she's, like, no, Dad, like, these are my friends. Like, they're not bad people. They're good people. She, Yeah, she, she sees the good in people and is, like, equalists are dumb. Peace. And so they barely escape. Um, so I believe it's Cora Tenzin, Beifong, uh, Mako Bolin, and Asami. They, like, all barely escape. And a lot of the other metal benders, they're taken away to some location. And Beifong is, like, I got to get my squad back. She's, like, I'm, I'm going to resign from the chief, as the chief of police. And Tenzin's, like, no, don't do it. And she's, like... I got to get back and do my thing outside the law. Which is interesting because I thought that was going to come up in the next episode and it didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it's going to come back. Okay. At I, some point, just not in episode I mean, eight. we're almost done, so. Yeah. And so then Cora and Mako have a little talk and I guess He they, apologizes. Yeah. He apologizes and she's like, I apologize too. And I'm like, don't apologize, Yeah, what girl. did she do to apologize she's for? A, she's like, I apologize that this whole thing happened. And I'm like, that's not your fault. You well, need to like, apologize. She should, I mean, if she wants to apologize this whole thing happened, she could, like, do that to, like, Asami saying, I'm sorry you found the stuff about her. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know. Yeah, don't that apologize sucks. to Mako. Mako does not deserve Mako, an apology. Yeah, Mako, yeah, Mako did everything wrong. And then, then, but then Cora's like, man, just go, Asami needs you right now. Just do that. And then that happens. And then the episode's done. So, uh. Yeah. That's and right. oh, so Sami's gonna go live. They're all gonna go to live at the um, Airbender Temple. Yeah, so they, you know, there's the offer to everyone to go live on Air Temple Island, and so we'll learn a little bit more about that next episode. But that is the episode of uh, the aftermath. A mm-hmm. lot of things happen in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's fine. I mean, I I found it fairly predictable. Yeah, and I got irritated at points mm-hmm. just because of like characters and like I don't know if they're <laughs> Mako. <laughs> Mako. Mako. God dang it. Like, I guess he, I know he's like supposed to be like the broody. He's so broody and it's like not even like a fun kind of broody. It's like an annoying kind of broody. Yeah. He's just like an emotional teenager. He's, uh, yeah. And he's like so self-centered thinking like, oh, like this, this, this avatar person who I am friends with yeah. is like doing all this stuff to mess with my girlfriend. This is about me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not about you. Sometimes it's not about you. Yep. Like, he oh, made me so mad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, basically everything else, like, the fact that, like, like, her father was, like, an equalist. I didn't think about that for, I think it took me a while to be, like, all right, maybe he is an equalist. Because, like, at first, like, when they got the phone call, I'm, like, okay, that could technically be about anything. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind that Cora, like, went to, she didn't go to, like, the council or anything. She went to these two people. Yeah. Who she trusts. One of them was the chief police. And even, like I said before, like, she didn't say, I don't have real proof. I just heard this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of think, like, maybe the episode would have been a bit more interesting and it might have been a smarter move. If they just said to Cora, can you just, like, spy? Okay. Like, be a spy. Mm -hmm. And, like, she can get, like, they could, like, do some more, like, character development with everybody. And then, like, somehow, I don't know, like, how exactly it worked, but, like, she would have gone found out. I guess this is also a predictable thing. She would have gone found out, but then they would have found out that, like, yeah, he's an equalist. Right. So I kind of wish that would have happened because I feel Uh like just, like, barging in is, like, you're being really obvious. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't hate it. It was was good. It Mm -hmm. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, 
so this episode, I think, still kind of holds up since the first time I watched it. Uh, not too much has changed. I don't really have many different thoughts on it. It's pretty straightforward, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's like, okay, Aftermath happened. It's kind of a more Asami episode as you get to learn more about her. Because she really hasn't had much of a focus on her, I think. I mean, we didn't learn a ton about her, though. We learned that, like, she, well, like, we always assumed she was a good person. Yeah. We learned that she likes uh, driving cars. Cause, yeah. Which is kind of, you would, you would think. Yeah, she's learned that her mom died. Yeah. Well, I think we learned that in an earlier episode. This is more kind of expanded. Oh, I forgot about that. As in, like, this is more surface. She's like a Disney princess. Yeah, she she has a Disney. Yes, that's exactly what Asami is a Disney princess. Yeah, you know, and uh, that, you know, she just genuinely likes people and she loves her father, even though he's a criminal. Well, yeah, well, now she knows that. Yeah, now she knows, yeah. Yeah, like and like I like I I do I keep bringing this up, but like I was like kind of wondering like were we supposed to not like her because mm-hmm. she's with Mako? Yeah, and Cora wants to be with Mako. So like were we because like if we wanted them not to like like her, they probably could have like written a different. Written, yeah, because like I never I, I've always liked her. Yeah. Well, I, I I think I love this about Asami's character. I think they set her up in the beginning to be something that you instinctually want to not like because she's introduced as like the love interest that's kind of getting in the way of the of the protagonist's like interests. And then like I think the way she's designed, she has this very kind of like design that like a lot of like evil characters have. Like the very like red and black is like her color scheme and she's like very pretty. And I think a lot of times when you see a character like that, you assume they're going to be not good and mm-hmm. so i think she's like from the beginning she's very set up to be something that you don't want to like but she just does nothing to make you not like her i guess which like, I like i never disliked her like even yeah. like when we first because i forget wouldn't she like didn't she like almost like run over mako yeah like that was how she was first introduced yeah exactly. and like i could like the way like they like designed her she looks like a femme fatale yes so like i could see them going that route and i'm kind of right. like but i don't hate her right now yeah and then as like the episode's regrets i'm like like, if you guys want me to hate her, like, I don't. Like, <laughs> like she's just, like, some kind of... She's, just like, a cool person. She hasn't done anything, like, malicious or anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if she's going to do anything malicious, mm-hmm. but, like... And even, like... Like, we'll talk about in the next episode, but, like, if she does do anything malicious, like, I'm going to understand why she did it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, awesome. Um, I believe that wraps up episode seven, The Aftermath. When we come back, we're going to talk about episode eight, When Extremes Meet. Stay Welcome back. We're going to talk about, for the last half of the episode today, we're going to talk about episode eight, When Extremes Meet. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get started on this synopsis. Um, so when we left out, when we left off, off of the left, mm, when we left off of the last episode, <laughs> I can't talk today. Yeah. Um, Mako, Bolin, and Asami, they didn't really have a place to live because uh, kind of happened. Well, Bolin, you, got, you keep forgetting Bolin. Mako, Bolin, and Asami. I thought you said Mako and Asami, and I'm like, wait. No, Mako, Bolin, and Asami, they don't really have a place to live because they were staying at the Sato mansion. Um, But it turns out Hiroshi Sato is an equalist, so that place is kind of... uh, They can't... I mean, how come they can't stay in the mansion? Like... I think, that, I think it's more of a big crime scene at this point. No, but the workshop is. Yeah, but it's under the house, so I would assume the whole place. It's, pro- it's probably just not a good place to All live right. right now. They're just get, it's They want to get out of it. Like mm-hmm. There's some bad stuff went down there. Let's just, let's just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So they 
go to Air Temple Island and they're being greeted by all the like, little Air Temple kids. Mm-hmm. Really all cute. three of them. <laughs> all three of them. Uh, and then Milo is really creepy and he's like, hi, you're pretty. Can I have some of your hair? I don't think he's being creepy. He's being a five-year-old. I don't <laughs> he's know. He's being a five-year-old. Yeah. He's really cute. So there's like, it's a cute scene, I think, that opening scene when mm-hmm. they're getting on the Air Temple Island. And Asami does, like, the one thing that kind of, like, makes her, like, look like a diva. She's got all of her stuff. She's got all of her <laughs> She's got bags and bags, and that's, like, her version of packing lightly, which I can relate because I always, always Oh, my pack. goodness. Yeah, me too. Like, even, like if I'm going to go – I mean, if I'm only going away for, like, a couple of days, like, I pack pretty lightly. Yeah. But if I'm going away for, like, maybe, like, a month or something, I always overpack. Yeah, always overpack. Like, with all I my stuff. Relate. Hashtag I've got a, we, we both have – like, we're both nerds. We have a lot of stuff. We got a lot of crap. Yeah. We take everywhere. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, we also, like, we go on trips and then we buy more crap. It's true. It's so true. Uh, and so that they're, you know, we're getting a little bit, we're getting a show of uh, Air Temple Island. You're learning a little bit more about the island. Mm-hmm. And then, so, Mock and Berlin go to, go to the boys' corner. And then, I didn't even know there was, like, a dormitory thing. Yeah, well, because they have, like, all the acolytes that live on the island. Right. Because they have the, all the people who like the Air Temple, mm-hmm. like the Air mm-hmm. Nomad lifestyle. And so they're all kind of living there. So it's mm-hmm. a big place. There's a yeah. lot of people living there. Um, and so then... <laughs> Then there's this part where you were laughing, I think, for five minutes straight. I didn't expect um, it. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> so uh, Cora, uh, Asami, and Iki are walking because they're showing Asami to her quarters. And then Iki goes, hey, Asami, did you know that Cora likes Mako? <laughs> and you see Cora's face. And her it's like, it's like, like the, ah! <laughs> I just didn't see the coming. Like the way, like, I mean, I, like a kid would have, like, and say that something like, uh, it's like totally a kid would do. Yeah. And like Asami's just kind of like, uh, no. No, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh, oh no. Well, the cat's out of the bag now. Uh, Which, but like it's interesting because like I know there's like one little scene, but like they don't actually, like Cora doesn't say anything. So I'm like, oh, like I, yeah, like I, I liked him when we first met, but then he kind of got with you and then I kind of just like grew to yeah, like him. Yeah, Cora does nothing to like dispel this. She's just like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Like Cora and like honey. she could have, she could have just said something. She just say, she like she, she, she didn't have to bring up the fact that like she kissed him. Don't don't bring that up. Yeah, don't don't talk about that. That's don't that's that's just bad like bring bad. up the fact that like yeah, I had a crush on him when we first met, mm-hmm. and then you guys started dating, and then we just kind of grew as friends, and now like, I don't really have feelings for him anymore. Yeah, that's that's even if it's not true, say that. <laughs> yeah, and like even if it's not true, just be like I respect your relationship, but she didn't because because she's Cora. I feel like it's kind of just because she's a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, I mean, no, also she's got a lot on her mind, but like the fact that like that girl, I was just like the literally like I guess because like I just forgot about the whole like love thing because mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna say this right now i don't find it that interesting mm-hmm. i don't know if it, i don't know if it, i don't know if that's like blasphemy or anything but i don't really find it that interesting in the show yeah like, everything else is much more interesting yeah no i totally agree i remember when i watched this show the first time i thought the 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 teen romance aspect was kind of exhausted which is weird because like i love a, like romance yeah, i love like even like a good teen romance like that will sometimes like for me just like push like a story for me like i'll like i'll find other stuff interesting but like if you have like a really good romance like i'm gonna find that interesting like you're looking at a girl who's seen Titanic like a ton of times. <laughs> I love. Mm. Yeah. So, but like, like they, they're not. I don't know if like somebody forced the creators to like add a romance. Yeah. And even like with like Ang, I'm thinking like Ang and Katara, like that romance was interesting. Yeah, it was. They, and they didn't do much with it. Like it was exactly. It, well, I think it was interesting. I don't know if this had anything to do with it. Well, I know the creators have said they they just like like the teen romance kind of stuff, so that's why they put it in there. Yeah. But in the original series, the there was like huge kind of ship wars 
Um, like the fans were like crazy about all the different ships and everything in the original series. Um, so I feel like that had some kind of effect because they knew, I mean, they knew they had an audience for it to do it here, but to me, especially cause this is, this was originally supposed to be a really short mini series. Um, it takes away from some of the other really interesting dynamics. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about the romance stuff, um, at the end of the season. Cause I want to have some words about that back then. Um, okay. I was going to say my thing. It's like, I know I'm against some of the Avatar, the Lost Airbender ships. I told you this. <laughs> not like any of the can. No, no, none of the canon ones. The canon ones I'm fine with. Yeah. It's like the wait, new. Wait, which ones? I don't like Katara and Zuko. Oh, okay, okay. Like fine. people like say like, oh yeah, they're meant for each other, not Katara and Aang. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like I know like they have like that one little trip together. Yeah, that was good. But that's they like a friendship a, they thing. A, they have a beautiful friendship and we, we shouldn't ruin that. Anyway, they didn't ruin it. I don't think I never read the comics. No, 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 they don't. But I mean that I mean, like the fans shouldn't have to ruin that. Anyway, anyway, so uh, that was a huge thing. When we talk about ship wars, the Zuko Katara versus the Angtar ship war, that was some crazy stuff that back in the day, like this was like the early days of the Internet. This is why I don't go on Tumblr anymore. Yeah, no. Well, this was before Tumblr. Before Tumblr even existed, like this was happening. Mm -hmm. Like I was very involved in this fandom from like day one as like a 10 year old child and it has shaped me as a person. Anyway, um, so back to this series. (laughs) So, um, so Tenzin comes in and he's like, yo, they're going to induct a new police chief and his name is Captain Saikon. Which we knew was coming and I was kind of thinking at the beginning, like, I, I think he was going to, I thought he was going to be like a neutral police chief. Yeah. The, he is not. He's not. He's not neutral. Uh, you you kind of get one look at him and then he says like, I'm going to be reporting all my stuff to Tarlock. And you're like, that's, that's a red yeah, flag. For, listen, like I keep forgetting that, is, I keep forgetting that guy's name. So I'm just going to keep calling him Senator Dickbag. That's fine. Okay. We're, we're all going to know who that is anyway. Yeah. So Senator Dickbag. So Senator Dickbag is there. <laughs> and, uh, and so he's like, hey, Avatakora, I see you're done with your, your, your sports game. You want to join my task force again? And she's like, hell no, man. Like, I don't want any part of your vanity project. Boom, tell him. And it's like, I am the Avatar. I do what I want. And he's like, you ain't the Avatar. You're a half-baked Which, like, I, Avatar. Like, I have a theory about Senator Dickbag, and I kind of brought it up to you. Oh, yes. Please share your theory. We My theory is like, it. is he part of the Equalist? Mm. Is he even like the, I don't know, I don't know, if, is he even like the, what's the Equalist head guy? Head guy? Amon. Amon. Is he even like, is he Amon? Mm. Like, what I is just, your evidence? What? What is your evidence? I didn't have a lot of, <laughs> just like the fact that like, he's just like so dickbaggish. And like, even like at the episode kind of goes on and like the way he's like treating the non-benders yeah and it's kind of like reverse psychology mm-hmm. and then what happens at the end mm-hmm. yeah like i keep getting this feeling and you technically did not deter me from this theory when i asked well, said it no back when this show was first airing airing this that was a huge theory like the big thing was like who is amon like there was all these theories about who he could possibly be um one of the bigger ones was definitely is he tarlock maybe so um, that is definitely a thing that a lot of people thought back when the show was first airing. I think I just remember reading something and I have. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it's a spoiler. Don't read spoilers. No, no, no. This was a couple years ago. So I don't even remember. Okay. Right. I don't even remember. I, okay. Um, 
So, yeah, so, um, and then he's like, you haven't even learned airbending yet. And that kind of gets Cora because she... Well, he, no, no, he says that she's not a real avatar. And I'm like, it's not a job. Yeah. Well, it's a destiny. Well, there's a difference between, like, just person who's the avatar and, like, a fully realized avatar, which is an avatar who's mastered all four elements and got, got that spiritual mm-hmm. stuff down. Cora hasn't done that. She's got three out of the four elements, and she doesn't really get the spiritual stuff. No, no, I know she that. She hasn't really done that yet. But, like, the term he used was, you're not a real avatar. And yeah. I'm like, that's not how the avatar thing works yeah she is a real avatar yeah she is not like she basically brings up like you're you haven't like learned this stuff yet but i'm kind of like yeah but she's still a real avatar yeah guy yeah hey so. <laughs> i got mad i, I didn't get mad i was kind of like guy like you're using because, the wrong words because he's a senator and he's a senator dickbag yeah all that right just explains all of it mm-hmm. um and so later we kind of learned that cora still hasn't been able to airbend she's been practicing she knows all the forms and she's upset she just can't, she just can't go just doesn't doesn't work and she can't do the spiritual stuff either she is very upset by this um it's kind of get to her she kind of let the senator dickbag get to her even though he's a councilman not a senator but i still like the name senator dickbag councilman dickbag that's councilman good. dickbag yeah one or the other it's fine. one of those guys anyway um and so tenzin is like have you had any like visions or guidance from the past avatar she's like not really there's that she's one a- time with that weird she had hallucinations. Yeah, she had that one hallucination one time in that one episode, and that was about it. We haven't really seen much of it since. Um, Which, like, granted, like, if it's, like, if you never had those and then you mm-hmm. start getting those, there's progress. Yeah. Yeah, so. Good sure. on you. So, yeah, and you like, and he's like, oh, maybe you should meditate sometime. Like, that's the first thing. But she's sad. So, so of course, sad, and then all of her friends come, and they, they're like, they're like, man, we are the new team avatar. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad. Um so yeah, they're trying to be encouraging. And I was trying saying. to figure out like who was who. <laughs> You're trying to like so match like Bolin and Sokka. And it was weird because like I realized it's like right now like I forgot to bring up Toph in that group yeah. just because like Toph came in the second season. Yeah. So I kind of forgot to bring her, but I don't know what who was Toph in the group. No. Well, I feel like the only like they can they all kind of have like a little bit of everyone kind of in them. I feel like like Bolin's definitely Sokka though. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like he's not as sarcastic. He's just funny. He's just kind of goofy. Yeah, he's goofy. Mark's really a, bit, have, like, sarcasm. a bit sarcastic. Yeah. And so it's just, I guess you're all, I guess you're right. <laughs> I, do kinda, of like, I do kind of like it that, like, it isn't just, like, a, hey, we're, I'm trying to think of, um, like, and this is kind of, like, I bring up, like, the Boy Meets World, Grand Meets World, or even, like, Full House and, like, Fuller House yeah. kind of thing. Like, they're trying to just make a carbon copy. Right. Of the sh- I haven't really finished Fuller Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't plan to, but I've seen it. And, <laughs> like, Grand Meets World kind of diverged from this. Yeah. But, like, they like it felt like when you, like, first hear about it, they're just making a carbon copy. Right. I like that this wasn't trying to be a carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I really like how, like, these characters very much have their own identities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not trying to be everything from the last series. And you can tell, and especially how Cora is nothing like Aang. Like, they're polar opposites. Um, and, like, love interest-wise, it's all different. It's all mm-hmm. very different. I mean, you can make connections between these characters, like, between the new Team oh, Avatar yeah, and the old Team Avatar. Um, but they're not the same people, and I think that really works. Yeah. So I like that. And so then they're like, yeah, we're Team Avatar. And then let's go... Let's go beat some people up, I guess. Which, like, I missed this because, like, I, I guess I was, well, like, we, talking. We were talking during this, so we kind of missed it. I thought that they transition. were going to help her meditate, <laughs> and then that didn't happen. And they went up to go beat people up, and I'm like, when did that happen? Can you imagine? They're, like, she's, like, sitting down trying to meditate, and they're like, you can do it, Cora. Which also, so, like, because then, like, they try That's to go, girl. and then they've got, like, they're trying to get on, what's, I forget the polar dog's name. Naga. Naga. And but then I guess she like Naga can't like hold everybody. Naga cannot carry four people at once, even though she's a lovely polar bear dog. But she's like, nah, son, I ain't doing that. 
Um, and so then Asami, she got she got a car out, and she has one of the cars. Which like, like so like did she bring in. the car? I thought that was the car from uh, the time. Remember when uh, Tarlock was like giving Cora all these gifts that one episode? So he would like so she would like join the task force. She gave her he gave her like a car. Oh, I don't remember, remember that? that. No. Yeah, I think that was the same car or. Asami just no, but, like brought it over on no, the No, because like Asami said something like Because Asami said like, I know like, oh, wait, we can get there. And then yeah. she had a car. Yeah. So I don't really know actually. She's like bringing But they have a car. And also because there was like There's a police scanner there. on it. I don't know if. Uh, no, she said. Um, so we kind of missed because we were talking. But she said that her father had police scanners installed in all the vehicles. Um, um, and she's like, well, now I know why. Because they were trying to avoid police activity. Because they were doing activities of questionable legality yeah so then they just drive around they go to the there's a road from like the airbender temple island to the town right is there i don't well they had a car they had to get there somehow yeah or it's not a flying car no it's not that'd be cool though i know like they got there or or was the car parked somewhere else well i know they well then how did they get off the island (laughs) we we should probably watch these shows better huh You should know that. No, because like they got in the beginning, they got there by boat. It's been a while since I saw this show. They got there by boat. Yeah. And so like there must be. <laughs> so anyway, is so, it kind of like Gotham so City and like <laughs> and like the the city where Superman lives? I don't remember the, the Metropolis. Name. Yeah. That <laughs> like how it's like really easy. Like it's like it, I mean like I would buy that there's like a road to get between them. I don't think there's and like a road. obviously like if Asami had a lot of stuff, you probably want to go by boat. Yeah. I would I would buy that there's a road. Who knows? This is a, this is very confusing. Anyway, so, uh, feel, so I, somehow they get a car. Either they didn't explain it or like somehow, it was explained. Or we just weren't paying attention. So somehow there's a car and they got it to Republic City, like like the heart of Republic City. And they're driving around and they're, they hear on the police scanner, they're like, oh, there's equalists and tree blockers. And they're doing a thing. And they're like, oh, crap, we got to get these people. Yeah. And so, so they go out and they have this fun car chase scene. Trying yeah, Asami the- like does like she's like, I, she's kind of like the leader. of Yeah, like, she's this- like leading this operation because she's, like, she's driving. And she's like, and hey, she's like, like I need a ramp. Go. I need earth bending. I need fire bending. And <laughs> that's not what Asami sounds like. Um, and so... Yeah, it's I I love this part. I love this scene. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. It was really good. I really like the scene because I like the idea of like see, this is what I wish they had more of in this season or this series was just more like mini adventures of Team Avatar mm-hmm. being in Republic City and like taking care of some bad guys. Yeah, like I really like that about the show. I think the show really could have benefited um, from having that. Yeah, and but this is really kind of the only ch- chance we really get to see that in like kind of a minor sense mm-hmm. um i so. kind of get it though like if they thought this was going to be a mini series like yeah. you can't have a lot of you, you can you really can't do many adventures if you think this is all you're going to get right because you need to exactly. just move the plot along like if they yeah. knew that they were going to do it for four years mm-hmm. they could probably have a bunch of mini adventures because they know where the story's going right. and they can like you know divulge a bit so yeah this was something if the series had gone on longer they had ordered more episodes or or like if they i think if they fully you. knew what they were going to do yeah um so that's this is something I, I wish i would have seen more of throughout the series because it's 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 fun i think um i mean the fact that you're saying right now there isn't much more of this and like a lot of like teamwork kind of gets me worried <laughs> well no 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 i just mean that like in later seasons there's like different types of plot but like this season is more like the equalist plot um i'm not trying to spoil um, okay. <laughs> but so they they have got these people arrested and tarlock's like mm, what are you doing and 
She's like, mm. uh, well, you were late, which is also that also gave me a feeling. Oh yeah, cause because because there weren't any police anywhere. Like, yeah, like that was people. I was kind of like, ah, uh, guys, deal with that. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of weirded me out. And the fact that I mean, I think he was more upset because like Cora was just like doing this than yeah. like the fact that like he didn't get there in time. Yeah, but the fact that there weren't any police kind of got me concerned. And so Tarlock is all salty now, so he goes to the council. He's next always day. salty. Yeah, he is like Mister Salt guy that was, that was a terrible nickname um and so he goes to the council next day and he's like i think that being equalist should be illegal and that all non-benders but the british should have a the first amendment issue issue there's an issue of the first amendment here uh which is i remember because the, like, the questionable first amendment that may or may not exist in republic city eh. nobody can be an equalist and nobody can associate with equalists you can't even know a guy you just you can't even talk to him if you know an equalist if your best friend bob was an equalist now you can't see bob now you can't have poker night on wednesdays anymore mm-hmm. thanks tarlock and it's now non-vendors have a curfew and they can't be out past a certain time and so what's the dealio with this so next night team avatar oh, oh, oh i wanted to bring up yeah. this point because like i remember like when he said like the, i want to set up a curfew yeah i thought he was gonna say curfew for everybody yes. so i was kind of like okay and then he said on bender that i'm like ah, ah. ah you're just he's stoking the flames here that's what he's doing which is also like my thing of like if he is he an equalist because of like reverse psychology right because like the thing is like if you keep oppressing these people they're gonna want to go to these people who say like we don't want to oppress you yeah yeah you're gonna make these people feel like they are being like actually oppressed and then they're gonna be like yeah this is unfair hey maybe the equalists you know like they have a good idea going on and then that's just that just that just goes the complete opposite way you wanted it or the way you wanted it who knows we'll find see the out fact later. that like this is the, like i i i'm i'm sucking with this theory that senator dick Beck's an equalist yeah i mean i think there's a lot of evidence for that in this episode specifically but we will find out later yeah we will find out in a future episode so then what's the truth um so then team avatar is driving around and they hear some reports that there's there's equalist stuff going down so they they drive over to the dragon flat oh wait can we talk about the quick uh look that asami gave in the mirror oh yes that was so a deal. we're gonna rewind a little bit so this is back when they were doing their... oh no this was, was it the second time like before they went to the yeah this is right after like Tarlock or whatever was like you meddling kids yeah um and then they get back in the car because they're gonna go do some more stuff and then like both uh Kuro and Mako they, they have a little like fun exchange and then they it didn't the even seem like like I know like now Asami knows that like Cora had a thing for him yeah she doesn't know if Mako ever had a thing yeah. for Cora but which, she's suspicious which Mako did right a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. I heard definitely did yeah but so like, but like the way that kind of, I guess so like that kind of like why I was kind of okay with it. Yeah. But like the way they kind of played it, it wasn't like a romantic thing. It was kind. Of, it was like it was playful. It was flirt- which could go either I'll way. Give, uh, no, I'll give it to them. It was a bit flirty. A little bit flirty. And so she like she, she like adjusts the mirror and she gives him a look. She's like, mm, I'm on to you, man. Which is like the only indication that like she's upset with this in the whole episode. Yeah. So that's she, it's only like a really minor thing where she's like I'm a little suspicious. And I would say like I guess I'm, I'm not really that bothered by it. Nah. I would say like I would have liked it if maybe we had like a talk about something. But like I kind of get that wasn't what this episode was going for, right. and I mean, what I mean, what happens like later on, like that could you know change, like yeah. how this goes. Anyway, continue. So um, anyway, so they go to this they they go to this neighborhood um, when the police are trying to round up these non-benders. Uh, they took away their electricity. And then they're like, it's curfew. You got to go back in your homes. And they're like, not without our power. Yeah. Why do they take away the power? I don't know. They don't really say that. 
where they don't have power. Like, um, but they're 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 angry, and the police are like, ah, and, and so, they're not, and they're they they don't have any weapons. They're not doing anything. They're no, just kind of yelling. They're, yeah, they're just angry, which is understandable. I too would be angry if somebody just made me do a curfew and then took away my power, or took away my curfew and then, anyway. Like so. if you made everybody do a curfew and took away everybody's power, yeah, I'd be upset. But yeah. like at least not like oppressing me. So. The team avatar is like, well, you can't just like round up non-benders and like do all this crazy stuff. And like that's unfair. And one of the women in the crowd is like, hey, you're our avatar too. Like, which is true. Yeah. So like, don't like you have to protect us because we're being like unfairly persecuted here. Yeah. Which is true. Which is true. And, and, and she, like, I'm gonna fix this. Which she, somehow she, which she, she tries. She tries. <laughs> you know, God bless her. She tries. She she tries. She tries really hard. And like, yeah. So so um, yeah. So she's trying. Her, her darndest to do something here. And then things just kind of keep escalating. And then they start, like, trying to, like, literally round up these people to arrest them. And the court, like, like yeah. stops that. Because, like, then our dickbags all, like, they're all equalists. And we're like, no. No. Just because they're non-benders doesn't mean they're equalists. And then, Hashtag I think not all no e- non-benders. Not all non-benders. And, like, even, I think even, like, Cora brings it up saying, like, uh no, no? <laughs> what like, no you are wrong sir you are very wrong sir and so they sound like yeah like look like most people are not like what the um like the universe like says they are mm-hmm. except for firebenders but besides the point yeah so hashtag most firebenders hashtag <laughs> not all firebenders but most firebenders. dude if you're gonna when we like put these out like for this episode just like put in the twitter hashtag most firebenders <laughs> Can we get that trending, please? Um, so all, things keep escalating. Things are not going well. And then all of a sudden, Tarlock just tries to arrest Asami. He's like, yo, like you are a non-bender. I'll pass curfew. And your father is a known equalist. I am arresting you. And then Mako's like, you can't arrest her. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to arrest you. And then people just keep getting arrested. And so Which before like, we know it. Like, I would say, I slightly understand arresting Asami. Not because, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I agree. I'm saying right. I understand. Yeah. Even I don't, I don't even know if she knew about the curfew. Yeah. But, like, and the fact that, like, her father's, like, a known equalist. equalist yeah. Okay. Mako, Mako was being a bit disruptive. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I don't know why they arrested Bolin. Because guilt by association. Yeah. Cause, well, because we find out later, it's it's not because they were doing anything legal. It's because Tarlock is trying to grind Korra's gears here. And yeah. so Korra's like, rah, don't do that. And she's, like, bending all rocks and about ready to throw down. And then they're like, no, Cora, stop. We'll just get arrested. And then we'll figure this out later. Yeah. Don't get arrested. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, I'll talk to Tenzin. And then, so her friends are arrested. And then she goes to Tenzin and then they go to the police station. They're like, you can't. And then Tenzin brings up like due process because he's like some kind of legal genius here. Well, he's, he's on like, the council. Yeah, he's on the council. I assume he would know law. He Good for him. So yeah, and Tenzin is like, Cora's like, talking to the new police chief and he's like sorry can't let him go blah blah blah. and she's like you are the worst police chief ever and then tenzin is like cork calm calm down but you really are the worst ever i was gonna say like do we is he though because like it's been 80 years and then i'm like was there even a police force in the original series like during that time no um we find out later that toph was the one who found it the metal bending police so it was tough and then i don't know if there was anybody any chiefs between Toph and uh, Lin Beifong. Well, it's so like eighty. Well, so it's like eight, so it's like but it's like so it's like eighty years between or seventy. Seventy, yeah. So there might not have been. No, well, and then Republic City didn't exist at the end of the first series. Like, well, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there really wasn't that much time for a metal bending police force. So, so he doesn't really have a lot of competition, but he also is competing against like two Beifongs, and really at that point, you're all going to be the worst yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, 
Saikon is the worst. Mm-hmm. And then, so later, Korra... No, goes, no, he's not the worst. Senator Dickbag's the worst. Senator Dickbag is the worst. And we learn later, he is literally he the is worst. He is literally the worst. So Korra goes to City Hall, and she's like, yo, Tarlock, we gotta, ha- we gotta talk, bro. We gotta have words. We gotta have words. And he's like, I... And she's, like, confronting him. They're, they're talking. And then she's like, you are just as bad as Amon. And he's like, I'm offended. And so things keep escalating. And, yeah. And he just, like, keeps grinding Korra's wheels. Yep. 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 And because, what did he say? Yeah, he's, because he pretty much admits that, like, he arrested friends to get to her because he wants to use her to, like, help fight Amon or whatever. Like, have her, he pretty much wants to control her. Yeah. Um. And she's like, you cannot control me. Like, screw you, buddy. Which, like, if they control her, then he can just bring her over to Amon and then get rid of her bending powers. Maybe. Hashtag Senator Dickbag Equalist. <laughs> that was a really bad one. <laughs> we'll workshop that. Okay. Um, so, and then, so things keep escalating and then a fight just breaks down. Like, they, we are going all, Charlock is breaking down his water bending, and cause there's like a waterfall in his office. Yeah. So, probably not the best place to fight a water bender. But Cora's so, got all the other, she's, she's water bender. Yeah, she's also a water bender. And an earth bender. And, and, and a fire bender, too. And a fire bender. And, yeah, because she's, and they're both going ham. They're, they're fighting, and it's getting pretty messed up. Yeah. Like, it's going hardball. Yeah, and like, there's, you know, part, and she, she gets uh, cut a bit, too. Yeah, she gets cut up a bit, and she's like punching icicles and stuff. Yeah, and, like, um, there was a bit where, like, the wall, like, moved, and I thought there's going to be something behind there, but there wasn't. No, yeah. Um, and so, but they're kind of destroying the city hall building, like... A they, bit. Yeah, like, who... Like, nobody has any respect for uh, architecture in this show. We'll also find out, because, like, nobody else is in the building, as far as yeah. we know. So, like, the, the, the council's going to come back the next day and be like, what happened? What the heck happened? And so, at the end of this fight... Cora's about to deliver a final blow when all of a sudden she stops and we're like, why is she stopping? Yeah, I was But she did not stop herself. She has been stopped by blood bending. Blood bending. I was like, oh, I miss that. And and because you're like, oh, and I was like, ah. I miss blood bending. That was creepy. I remember that. That was so creepy. And so, yeah, blood bending makes its return. But the plot twist there is no full moon. Which I forgot that was a rule. Yeah, it needed to be a full moon because that's when waterbenders. Uh, are the most, most powerful yeah yeah and so then they can do some crazy stuff like blood bending but it's not it's not a full moon so what's, what's yeah the we moon? even like see the moon at what's the end and it's like a uh what's the word uh crescent crescent, crescent. Yeah. yeah so yeah and so you're like whoa what and so uh Tarlock has basically got core right where he wants her and he packs her up into the back of a truck or something and they they're driving he's like nobody's gonna see you again you're not gonna see republic city again or whatever so which is bad and that's where we end that episode oh not before um there's like a quick like shot of flashbacks or like those yeah, visions yeah, or whatever. and you see some of the old team avatar yeah and you're like what's and it going looked like on some blood bending it in looked there, like there might have been some blood bending going on so so what's the deal with that does that mean cora now knows blood bending even <laughs> though probably nobody should know how to blood bend i i don't think that's quite how it works okay but uh so that concludes that episode mm-hmm. we're gonna see what happens later on but what were your thoughts here I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I thought it was nice. <laughs> I liked it more than the last episode. Okay. Like a good amount more. It kind of like reminded me a bit, uh, I guess, because I just thought about it, like of um, like Rogue One, 
where like the first two acts were like I I did really enjoy them and I, I liked what was going on and mm-hmm. I was intrigued and then like the final battle scene I was, was like, like oh, ah yeah. that was really okay. good yeah I like that comparison. and I definitely am like wondering like all right what's ha- like I, like now like I feel like like we're nearing the end like mm-hmm. of the season and I know like yeah. it's gonna come to a conclusion mm-hmm. so like I'm kind of just like all right like like it's 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 building up yeah like you're, we're really kind of starting to get there like you can kind of see we're like we're really starting to turn here the plot's really going yeah and so things are really getting there yeah cool um and i'm still my i i still my i'm still i still center dick bags in equalist i'm like i'm I kind of sticking to that okay okay cool we're gonna and i mean since, mainly because of the fact that like you did not deter me <laughs> from that like you could have said no and just like well then what's the fun in that if i automatically dispel or confirm your theories no 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 Where's the fun in no that? no the fun in that is because i will like i might well i, I would say like I would say I wouldn't do this, but like who knows if I would ever do this. But you say no, and then it ends up happening, and then you're like, "Yeah, I lied." <laughs> oh, I don't like to lie, but oh, I don't really. If it's about television, I don't care. Yeah, well, you yeah, you do that to me sometimes. Yeah, it's really- <laughs> you're like nothing bad's gonna happen, and then everything bad happens. Yeah, but I tend to when I say that, I I I have a bit of sarcasm. I, in my I know. I know. I just like to hope, and then it just doesn't end well for me. Look, anyway. I told you. Look, I told you, Washfuls are gonna die. <laughs> I literally, I kind of was re- re-listened to that episode, so I'm kind of like... <laughs> that was a good episode. That was, and that I just, was so salty, that episode. Anyway, so... Um, it's fun when we're salty. So, yeah, so would you say, I guess, then your favorite part was, like, kind of the, the fight scene, the bloodbending, was that kind of, like, the highlight? The whole, yeah, the whole fight scene come kind of, like, yeah, like, the plot's moving along, yeah. and I, I mean, I've always, like, really enjoyed, like, the characters who I've enjoyed. Okay. And it just kind of feels like, you know, like, tensions are, like, really up there now. Yeah. And, like, it feels like we're getting into the final act. Right. Like we it, are swift approaching. Like it feels like this like series has like a long first act and like a fairly short second act, mm-hmm. and then just like I feel like the rest of it's just like a third act. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, these next four episodes are going to be. That's what we have left, right? Yeah, yeah. these next four episodes are going to be fun. So yeah, we have episode I'm nine really, next. I'm yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. With that, I With think that. that means we're going to wrap up. Yeah. So that is all we have for today's episode of First Reaction fan reaction if you like that please visit our youtube give us a like and a subscribe you can also follow us on twitter at witty clothes uh like us on facebook at witty clothes and email us at witty at gmail.com yes mm-hmm. awesome i think it's for facebook it's witty clothes productions witty clothes productions it's mostly it's productions because we're yeah. fancy we're fancy and so. we don't just do podcasts because we have a couple videos up yeah now. look look us up give yeah. us a like we would love to hear from you awesome mm-hmm. thank you very much so uh, that is all for today's episode. Yep. We will see you next time when we do episodes 9 and 10 of Legend of Korra Book 1. Until then, peace. Peace.